Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has, take, has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. When you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourself, yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west, and from the north and the south, and will recline at a table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. My dear brothers and sisters, you're all welcome to this Mass, the last Sunday, 21st Sunday, last Sunday of the month of August. Next Sunday will begin on the 1st of September. And we're thankful to God for all the graces of this month, for all his mercy we are, which he has shown us, and all, also for bringing all of us together this day before him to feed us with his word and with his sacraments. And I also want to use this opportunity to thank you because this might be my last Saturday before I leave. I am hoping that I'll be leaving on the 2nd of September. And I don't think I'll be celebrating the evening mass on Saturday. I think Father Steve will celebrate. So I want to use this opportunity to thank all of you. I am already missing all your faces that I won't be seeing you in a long time. By the 2nd of September, I hope to move to California because I'm on vacation. My assignment here is finished officially. But if I continue staying, I hope you wouldn't ask me why I'm still here. But officially, I'll be moving to California by the 2nd of September and I'll visit some places and eventually go back to Rome in October because I'm still a student in Rome. So I ask you to continue to pray for me that I will succeed there. And I'll continue to pray for you because you are a wonderful parish. I have enjoyed every moment, every second I have been here. And I'm already counting the days and I am really regretting the fact that I just have a few days. Wonderful parish with wonderful families, with wonderful priests. You are really lucky to have, have the kind of priests you have, very holy and committed priests. And all of them at the office also committed to their work. I have seen it all the while I've been here. 
since June that I, I, I came, I, I can't remember how many days I've eaten dinner by myself. I've been invited by so many families here, probably just five days. All other days I've been to various families. And I've seen how prayerful most of your families are. I have prayed with a couple of families who have the culture of saying the rosary immediately after dinner. I've seen it over and over, and it's so wonderful. And even here in this church, you could see how wonderful uh, your families are. You could see there at the gallery, Jenny with her family, right there all singing. And you could see today we have Eric reading, and he also has his two sons here on the altar, Mike and Joseph, serving at Mass. And also Catherine is there, she read this evening, and she also has her brother up here in the sanctuary, Thomas, who is here. And Kada is here with her sister, Alexandria, and with their father, Brian, also here as, the chief, as a sacristan. And of course, we have Adela. Yes, Adela is here also, and I told her in the sacristy that I am her brother, because all of them here have their families here, just Adela that has me as her own brother. So you see how wonderful your families are so committed, all of you, variously. And I want to encourage you. The Word of God, even today, encourages us. You can see the collect of this day. He said, O oh God, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amidst the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. You see, these few months I have heard a lot of words of encouragement from so many of you, even at a confessional. After confession, some people will say, Father, thank you for your ministry. Thank you for being a priest. That is a lot, I tell you. You might be thinking it's easy for every priest. It is not, not all the time. I know you may have heard of some priests who have renounced their priesthood and some who have taken leave of absence to think about it again. Some of those words encourage the priests to keep on striving and striving. And that's what we have to do for one another, to encourage one another because we're all striving. You can see this college saying, amidst the uncertainties of this world, that our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Because that's what we have to do as Christians to fix our minds on the kingdom of God and not let the uncertainties, the distractions of this earth to confuse us, to lead us astray. And we all do this for one another. We encourage one another. Husbands encourage their wives. Wives encourage their husbands. Parents encourage their children. Children also encourage their parents. We all strive and keep on moving on. And the readings of today also help us get focused. Today we listen to the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, the second, the letter to the, Hebrew, to the Hebrews, and the third, the gospel according to St. Luke. Beautiful words coming from those readings. And you know, the church is considered as the kingdom of God on earth. God, Christ, is our king, and we are his people. The church is the kingdom of God on earth. 
And that's why we heard in that reading where through Isaiah God was saying, I come to gather nations of every language. And right here in this church, you may also know that we all have come from different backgrounds. Some have Mexican backgrounds, some Spanish backgrounds, some German background, some Italian, some African. And God says, I come to gather nations of every language. They shall come and see my glory. They shall proclaim my glory among the nations. They shall bring all your brothers and sisters from all the nations as offerings to the Lord. And the Lord says, some of these I will take as priests and Levites. Among these, my people, some of them I will make priests, some Levites, some readers in the church, some servers at Mass, some who sing at the Mass, some who serve in various capacities. We are the kingdom of God, and God calls us to different missions. And through those missions, he rewards us because we are his people. He wants us to be committed to the service of him. But there are also Christians who uh, are without commitment. They just attend Mass or sometimes they were just Christians, just baptized. Follow others, whatever they do. Christians without commitment. And we could see that in the Gospel reading when Jesus was saying that we must try to enter through the narrow gate, that there are some who might find themselves outside and they would be saying, Lord, don't you remember us? We ate and drank in your company. You taught in our streets. Now that was just what they were able to do. We ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. And Jesus would ask them, I thought in your streets, so what did you do about it? What were you able to do? God wants us to be committed and to take ourselves as part of this kingdom, not as lax members, not as passive members, but as active members. We are all active and committed in this. No one accepted. No one is uh, exempted from participating actively. Every one of us is counted in the commitment to serve the Lord. No one above the other. We all committed in the service of the Lord. And he says, you must strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. Strive to enter through the narrow gate, he says. Many will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. Now, this gives me a picture of what I see uh, in the gym. A few weeks ago, I've been going to the gym with Father Steve almost every day. And I see people who there run the treadmill sometimes 20 minutes, 30 minutes, sweating themselves out. Now you could also have a picture of Father Steve running the treadmill and having the cardiac. And everyone's striving, sweating. What are they trying to do? Some are trying to lose weight. Some are trying to keep fit. Some trying to build muscles. Some lift 100 kg, sweating and yet lifting it. They strive to get what they want. And Jesus is telling us to strive to enter through the narrow gate. So it's not a thing, uh, gaining the kingdom of God, the everlasting life, is not a thing we gain by just relaxing. We strive. That's what Jesus is saying. What are we doing? What is our program? You see, everyone who wants to achieve success has a program of events, has a program he's committed to. With Father Steve, we were going uh, almost at 3 o'clock, uh, 3.30, Sometimes by four in the afternoon, I would stay there for one hour. That was a program. 
For a student who wants to, to succeed, he has a program of studies because he wants to succeed. Now, what is our own spiritual program? Do we even have program? Yes, some have. Some attend the morning mass daily. Some make sure they go to confession every month. Some go to confession even weekly. That is their own spiritual program. Some say the rosary every day. That is their spiritual program. What is our own spiritual program? We must strive. We must do something. We must commit ourselves. And even the second reading, the book, the letter to the Hebrews, gives us a little idea. It says, do not disdain the discipline of the Lord or lose hearts when reproved by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. He scourges every son he acknowledges. Endure your trials as disciplines. Do not give up. Whatever trial we're passing through, this letter asks us to take it as discipline from the Lord and not complain. That could be a mode which we take as a program to commit ourselves to the service of the Lord and never giving up. We pray today, just as the collect says, that our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Amen.